0: it's Kiara and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Real This Sake. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like I have not recorded in a while. I've been doing that a lot lately y'all, but look, don't judge me. We're gonna get through it. (laughs) But I'm super excited today because I have a special guest. Her name is Whitney and she is amazing. Let me tell y'all, I met Whitney through Instagram, and Whitney, before you introduce yourself, I just have to say, you were one of the first people that was super positive on my uh, podcast Instagram page. It was like, I swear, I started with like three or four followers, and you were like, (laughs) girl, you got this. This is so awesome. This is amazing. So I just really appreciate you being so encouraging for me uh, during that time, and it's something Yeah, it was one of those things that I held in my heart, like, okay, somebody's listening. Somebody says, you know, it's good. Let me keep going. So thank you, girl. And welcome to the podcast. Introduce yourself to the folks. (laughs)
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I actually have something to say about that. I'm not supposed to introduce myself right now, but I might lose my train of thought. So let me go ahead and say it. Like your podcast came right on time because it was, it was during a moment in my life where God was dealing with me. Like he kept showing me different visions to start my very own podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm like writing down like episodes and topics and stuff. And I'm sitting at my regular nine to five. So I'm at this call center, really don't want to clock in, just sitting there. And like, I'm just like scrolling on Instagram and I saw yourself and I'm like, you know what, let me listen. And it was just so inspiring. <laughs> that moment because I knew that's what I was supposed to be doing but I'm sitting here at this job it just inspired me so much so I was so proud of you you did an amazing well you're doing an amazing job
0: thank you girl let me tell you you hearing those words from you or reading those words from you on Instagram when I'm telling y'all I had like I started from zero okay so it was like 10 followers like whoa I got 10 you know and so just seeing that so early on I was like, man, and I didn't know you. We don't know. We didn't know, know each other. So I was like, thank you. Like, I really appreciate that. You don't know how much those little things, like those little words of encouragement really push us. I'm sure you know you have your own business and things. Introduce yourself so we could get into it, hey girl. Y'all. I'm looking to you all hey, y'all. How y'all
1: doing? Um, my name is Whitney. As you can see, I'm that homeschool mom. Mm. And- uh, to introduce myself I hate this because I do so much like where do I start okay well I'm a wife um I'm a believer I should have said that first huh that's how you're supposed to say it believer in <laughs> <laughs> but um I have three beautiful babies I have two girls and I have a, a I was about to call him a newborn but he's four months now he's no longer newborn. Wow. um so yeah, I, I homeschool. I'm a product formulator. I'm an herbalist. So I create products and I sell them online and I'm a doula. Yes. <laughs> really, when it comes to anything like modern hippie-ish, I do it.
0: So. <laughs> so
1: um yeah, yeah. So I'm an entrepreneur, a homeschool mom, and I just love uplifting and encouraging people. I love it.
0: Yeah, obviously this is, you know, your calling to be able to help people and really impact their lives. And you're doing that on so many scales from working with hair care products, creating your own hair care products. Let's start with that. Mm -hmm. And then being a homeschool mom to three gorgeous kids and honestly like showing other moms how to do it, which is so important right now during a pandemic so many people have gone to homeschooling instead. It's even something that crossed my mind and I don't even have kids, but just even thinking like, would I want to put them in school at a time like this? Like, you know, what would mm-hmm. that be like? So really, like being that example for new new parents and parents who are kind of on the fence about sending their kids to school. And mm-hmm. then not only that, but you're bringing children into the world or assisting and bringing kids into the ro- world and having an impact on their lives before they're even born. Like, girl, yeah. you are something. Uh, oh, we, oh, you make me sound like
1: something. Check you out,
0: <laughs> girl. Can we just snap?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you so much for that
0: no that is girl that's amazing like sometimes I know when you're up close and in it you don't really get to see you know or really realize how much an impact you have but you have an impact and your purpose is glowing that's all I have to say oh. about that
1: well thank you I really appreciate that and it's actually everything I've been doing like I used to be like so troubled in my head because there's so much I want to do and like there are mm-hmm. so many things I'm like good at. And I always felt that, you know, cause I grew up in a time where like my parents are a bit older than most of my friends' parents. And mm-hmm. so they just believe, you know, like grow up, go to college, get a good job. And you know, like that's it. There's yeah. no like, you know, no, no room for just like taking the leap and doing something a little different. So I always felt like I had to choose one avenue And just stick to that and see it through but it was so frustrating because i want to do it all like i'm good at this and this and this and i want to do this and for years i was like tussling with that like Mm -hmm. trying to stay in this box but now like it wasn't until this year honestly it really hit me that everything like i am like good at or passionate about it has all helped me for like where i'm at now because yes I homeschool and especially during this time, I've been kind of like a a parenting coach for some people when it, cause it started off, I just want to help y'all homeschool. That's all I would help y'all with. <laughs> but it's like, those same parents are asking me about like, oh, like my baby has eczema. Oh, I'm 27 weeks and this is happening. Or, oh, like, what is this developmental stage? I'm dealing with it right now with my kids. And I'm like, wow, like everything I've ever been interested in it, it's all like came like full circle. You know mm. what I mean? So
0: I'm not surprised. It, it,
1: it, it, I'm just, I feel like I'm living, I'm, I'm living my dream right now,
0: honestly. Wow. You said something there too, especially when you talk about how you have older parents and how that more so how you have like this idea or they have this idea or they place this idea on you to say that you have to kind of be like structured, like, okay, you go to school, you get a degree, you get a nine to five, you get your retirement and that's your life. Yeah. and I think that I think that a lot of us have been placed in that situation where it's like hey my parents work their parents work you know that's that's the dream yeah it's not our dream anymore when it's I think not. about yeah when I think about working at a desk every day i I physically get sick like I can't even fathom girl work and sitting <laughs> at a desk and just be on the computer every day just typing just typing like okay yeah I'm clocking out like that good ghetto I'm sorry
1: it, a girl and it it's funny you say it make you physically sick because literally I never knew I had an issue with like anxiety until I started working like a nine to five like one time I quit this is like my first like good job you know mm-hmm. I was like, what like 20 I was 20 I didn't even complete my um my degree yet but um, I was making like over fifty thousand a year. Like it was good money for a single person. Yeah. And I was by myself, you know. Girl, I had went on my lunch break, came back. I'm in a car, girl. I'm hyperventilating. I'm shaking. I'm getting hot. Like I could barely breathe. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm not happy here. Like I can't do this. And that was Whoa. the first like time I ever knew I ever even dealt with that kind of stuff. I didn't even know I dealt with it. <laughs>
0: Talk about that. That is that is real. I've had that same feeling more recently because I'm completing my master's degree now. I'm almost done, mm. y'all. And just like the girl, you, baby, no. But even this experience where I felt like, oh yeah, I'm getting my master's, it's gonna be so great. It's gonna be, girl, I'm in it. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> like it doesn't feel that exciting anymore. It's almost like. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it's it's even like the professors and things like that. They kind of just like set you up for, like, Yeah, so you might not get a, you know, your first job might not be a job with a whole bunch of money because we're so, it's social, I'm a social worker. So, like, Mm -hmm. they kind of set you up for, like, oh, you, you know, you need to get licensed so you can make some real money, you know, accept that job that's paying less for the experience. And I'm like, what? This is not Mm -hmm. the life that I'm signing up for. You, I'm not going to accept a $40,000 a year job with a master's degree, sir. Like, you're not going to tell me that I'm worth more than that. So it's exactly. just that that whole idea of what society says you should be doing and what you should be uh accepting as X, Y, yeah. and I think we've as millennials, I think we've canceled that. Like, no, we can actually do this. I've that, noticed that with
1: man. us. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we like Mm-mm. we are not our parents, ma'am. No. Mm-mm. We <laughs> no. Have up a whole nother breed. <laughs> okay <laughs> but that's why I think it's amazing to be able to talk to someone like you who is right in the thick of your entrepreneurship because you can empower other women to step out and do something different one mm-hmm. of the things that I love to do um, is talk to other women to be able to empower other women and empowering mm-hmm. women is number one you know that so yeah. to have you here I want to get some gems from you. We need to know your journey. We need to know where you've done, where you've been, where you're going. So we can be motivated to do the same and step out on our, you know, on our dreams. So oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you did say one thing that um kind of reminded me of my journey. When you said your professors were telling you, like, it, it may not, like, look how you want it to look in the beginning. It may not start off how you, you know, really want it to. And that's the hard lesson I had to learn with life in general because mm. like I like I mentioned earlier, like like the Lord speaks to me like visions so years ago when I was like 19 I was like struggling in Atlanta, but I just wanted to be there, I did not want to be in Florida, I don't know why I just felt like I had to be. There. <laughs> so <laughs> i'm like i'm struggling but i'm not happy at my nine or five and. I couldn't afford the school. I really wanted to stay at. So I wasn't really happy with school. It was just a lot going on in my life. But he kept showing me visions of like my business. He kept showing me visions of like me raising my children at home. And I always had a desire to homeschool. Like always. Always wanted to homeschool and cloth diaper and breastfeed. Like that's always been my desire. But during that time, a doctor actually told me I couldn't even have kids. So like a doctor telling me this i'm having these visions though like okay i see a successful business i see kids like lord like why why are you telling me this you know so i'm gonna just put my trust in you mind you i'm like 19 i wasn't even married or dating at that time i just kept seeing these visions so i knew that okay i see a business a successful business so i'm gonna just embark on it i'm gonna go ahead and do it let's do this in the beginning it was not looking hot it looked in that vision. <laughs> and, you know, some people, they can start a business and, like, by year two, like, they're on the ground running. They're successful. It took me years. Like, I started Secret Potion, the um my hair and skincare company. I started that back in 2010. Oh, wow. It's not, it, it hasn't been profitable until now. <laughs> but, good. but I'm saying all of that to say that I know the Lord speaks to, he speaks to everyone in every kind of way. He may show you visions. He may give you dreams. He may speak to you while you're reading his word, through prayer, whatever it is, whatever he promised you, just hold on to that because it may not happen how you think it's going to happen, but trust that he's shown it to you for a reason, that that is the end goal and that's where you're headed. And, you know, through all those years, I was questioning myself like, okay, Lord, did I really hear you? Was this just my subconscious just because I want it, you know? So it took a while, but now I'm finally, I'm finally in the vision. Like everywhere from like how my house is laid out, like different things, like back when I'm like 19 in an apartment, he was showing like the layout of like the house and like me doing stuff in certain rooms. And like I, I wasn't looking for that layout. It's just I'm now realizing like, dang, hey, this is the same setup in my dreams from years ago. So I'm saying all that to say that if the Lord promised you something and you start going at it, it's not looking how you think it's supposed to look. Just keep going. Don't let nobody get you off track. Don't be seeking advice and guidance from people who don't even have a relationship with
0: Christ. Mm. Wow. Now, when you talk about um, like staying on the course basically, because it wasn't, what you were dreaming about was not what it looked like, (laughs) like at at all. How do you stay motivated during that time? Like, because if I'm seeing all these lavish dreams, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm getting this bad news of saying like, you won't even be able to have kids. And you know, you're not, Mm -hmm. you don't even know what your next step in life is. But here are these, these vivid dreams. How do you stay on that course how do you stay motivated how do you stay faithful like what let us know please
1: the biggest thing for me and I I think it's probably big for any believer is just to keep that relationship with Christ like keep that relationship fresh it's just like when you're dating somebody okay once you got them you can't just like just be doing whatever like okay I don't want to go on date night I don't want to be romantic I don't want to communicate because after a while you get You get further and further away from that person, you know, Mm. the spirit, emotion, you know, everything. So when it comes to Christ, like I felt that sometimes it got so dark in certain areas of my life that I started to question God. Mm. And so I'm like dipping and dabbling in other places. And then the further I got from him, the less and less I heard his voice, the less Mm. I could feel him. And when I get back on track, like, OK, God, you know, I know you're the real one, So Let me just get back on track. Let me fast. Let me pray. Let me get good with you again, communicate with you every day again. Once you have that relationship where it should be with him, because you should always be growing in your relationship with Christ. Once you get it to that, to that level, you, you will just feel him.
0: mm I love that. I love that. It is important in any aspect to to have that relationship. So I love that you share that. That is yes. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Now, (laughs) moving forward, you talked a lot um, about like your, your businesses and things not popping off like you thought they were. You said you first started your secret potions business in 2010. And here it is 2021. And you said it's popping now what are some tips that you can give the people and letting them know how to stay like committed to that first of all talk about how you even started this business and what was the motivation behind it
1: okay all righty so the motivation behind it, it wasn't even a business idea at first um the motivation behind it was I've always had extremely sensitive skin like since I was a kid like I'm, I'm always breaking out from something like I couldn't use the same bath and body works lotion my mama used she had to get something <laughs> special for me you know like I've always had issues with my skin and so um in 2009 I went natural and I didn't even know I had scalp issues I, I thought I was just like breaking out from like relaxers and stuff
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I cut my hair went naturally like, okay it's the relaxers causing my scalp to break out but coming to find out I had scalp eczema oh wow. so when my hair was short you could really see it because you know I had shaved it I cut it all off when I went natural mm-hmm. and so um I had to find a solution and i am always to like my, my daddy is into like herbal stuff too so he would have like little like books in his in our garage like different herbs and plants and what they do and I remember being a little kid, just fascinated, like reading through that book. So I had an idea of what I could, you know, put together to help with my scalp. Come to find out, it had my hair growing like a weed, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, I think I cut." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Okay, I just wanted to, you know, soothe my scalp. I didn't know it's gonna have my hair growing like crazy like this." Oh yeah. So I started giving samples to my friends and uh, family members. And it had their hair growing just as fast. And I'm like, you know what? I might have something here. I enjoy herbs and stuff. So, you know, still not really thinking of a business. I'm like, I'm going to change my major to chemistry and go into product formulation. Oh, and okay, I'm like, work for a big <laughs> company, you know. <laughs> so in Atlanta, I started working for, I'm not going to mention their name. I started working for a company. who They hand make their own products as well. Mm. And um, I was working for them. Uh, it was in a mall so doing sales whatever in mall. Mm-hmm. and um I was not satisfied like it was some things I found out about that company I just didn't stand for mm. and it just made me uncomfortable it was like like tooling on my spirit really and so I was like okay I, got, I gotta just do this on my own I'm gonna figure it out and it's so crazy because the Lord will give you resources like if he placed something in your spirit trust him that he's going to provide a way for you to get there so at this time mind you i'm a college student in the city by myself my family in florida and um even all of my friends they weren't even there anymore like a lot of them had left so i'm in the city by myself broke as heck like i was broke broke girl Like, I was, and I didn't want to tell my parents, like, they could have helped, they could have, but I didn't want them to worry because they probably would have been like, come back home. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had nothing, but I knew I wanted to bottle this stuff up and sell it. I knew that's what I wanted to do. So, um I was actually blessed with food stamps. Yes, I used my food stamps. Yeah, so, I, 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 I had got food stamps and I had went to, um like, this farmer's market. And I brought, like, you know, bulk sizes of, like, um, oils and herbs and stuff. Wow. And then, so, like, in my prayer and fasting, you know, I was, I was like, really inspired because, you know, I'm reading the Bible. When um when the lady had to pay off her debt,
0: you know, he told her to go and sell the oil. So, I'm like, okay, he talking to me. He talking to me to go sell the oil. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you so, can see um, her right now, she's so excited. It's giving me so much energy. I love <laughs> it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um.
1: So I got all the ingredients, but I have nothing to put it in. I'm like, okay, I can't afford to buy a thousand bottles in bulk. I I can't afford to do that kind of stuff. So I'm at work, and um, the company I worked for—they're like a really like eco-conscious company. Mm -hmm. And so they told me, you know what, Whitney, we want you to be in charge of recycling. I'm like, okay, yes. At first, I'm like, "Mm," like whatever. Then they take me to this back room, bottles. I mean thousands of <laughs> bottles. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, so I can recycle these anywhere I want. Like they're like, yeah, because they used to pick up recycling from the mall, but they normally do that. So we have to take them somewhere now. And no one really wants the job, but you asked, you know, where could be place yourself? <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll take it. I'll take
0: it. Right. Bro,
1: All the mind you, this is a really like Fancy mall in a fancy area of Atlanta, so I'm walking out to my little, my little old master protege with mm-hmm. bags and bags of these empty <laughs> bottles, just plugging them along. You need help, you no? Know? I, I
0: took
1: it. those, I took those bottles home. I cleaned them out. I uh, sanitized them. Uh, girl, I had uh found because I couldn't afford labels, so I just wrote on all of them. I wrote on. Mm-hmm. I put my ingredients in them, and I started selling them around Atlanta and when I saw like how people were like in love with it I just thought I put in you know more more of my effort and energy into it I started learning more I found out how to do the LLC and
0: that's how secret potion was birthed wow don't like honestly y'all just listening to this story it's like it's mustard seed phase right like yes. that's what it is just the smallest thing like you know what I had this thought I had this dream I'm just gonna make it work. And one thing I always say is that God is not going to give you an idea or a talent and not make room for you to flourish in that talent, period. No matter what it is, you go work in your vision.
1: If if this is the last
0: thing you do, you go work in your vision because what what would be the reason? Why would you give me these elaborate dreams with no way of, of fulfilling it? it yes. just don't work like that it don't work you like, that. Two like that don't tell me okay so I just I love that you started from that point because like you said you had no other thing it was hey we gonna put two and two together and we gonna make these oils okay and that's just gonna be what it is so that is so motivating girl go ahead go ahead <laughs> Sometimes that's what it is. It's just that smallest thing just to get you going. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it did take some time, couple years, you know, to get get Mm your your engine going. But here you are now. And talk about the sales that you're having now and how much your your oils, shampoos, and conditioners and moisturizers are impacting the people. Girl, I just never
1: thought that my products would go to the places they've been, like I've shipped orders to maybe about four different continents. Wow. I I never envisioned that. Like I'm just, I'm just the whole time. I would just think about dominating Atlanta. I'm going to dominate mm. Atlanta. I wasn't really thinking past that, honestly. And so, like, when I came, when I moved back to Florida, I'm like, well, I'm going to dominate Tampa. I'm going to you know? Like, yeah. I wasn't thinking that far because, to be honest with you, I'm getting better now. Like, I'm learning. But I was not that great at marketing. I don't know how a lot of these people found me. Like, I Word of don't mouth. Know how, like, in the other countries, I don't know how they found me. But, like, I've had, I've had, um, clients reach out to me with who they were doing like they were doing like lupus and um like the meds were making their hair fall out but they were saying like my my products were helping their hair grow again the wow. cancer patients who lost their hair to chemo were saying how it was the only thing that helped their hair grow back I mean women dealing with alopecia like traction alopecia they had for years from like bad weaves or whatever their edges are finally coming back and I mean I honestly feel that like, it's more than just like your hair, because when I make my stuff, whoever touches it, like I want them to prosper in whatever they put their mind to. So like when I make my products, like i pray over it. I add anointing oil to it. Like I want them to be healed in every, every aspect of their lives, because I'm just so thankful for what the Lord has done for me. Like if I can help these people in any other way, aside from just their hair, please allow me to do that. Wow. So, I mean, just those, those testimonies alone, it, it just, it's, it showed me a bigger picture than, picture than what I ever envisioned for it at all.
0: Uh, yeah. You helping cancer patients get their hair back, girl, that, why is this not, this needs to be like a logo or slogan somewhere and saying, <laughs> you know, like that is huge. Yeah. I told y'all I'm not that good at
1: marketing. See, I gotta take
0: that from you. <laughs> oh yeah, let me. We gonna have to work after this because that <laughs> needs to be on a headline somewhere with, uh, you know, real customer reviews, pictures. Girl, that is amazing. Charlie, <laughs> we we gonna work with Whitney after this, y'all. So. <laughs> I know that with even starting this business and even taking that leap of faith of doing something out of the norm, out of what, you know, your parents Mm -hmm. and friends may have thought that you should do, that comes with a lot of outside negativity, right? Mm -hmm. People saying, girl, you better go get you a job, girl, how you finna pay your bills and stuff like that, right? So talk Mm -hmm. about that a little bit, but more, and then I want you to talk more about what that self-doubt was for you. Mm-hmm. what how did you deal with your own self-doubt wow that's
1: pretty deep because uh, i feel that for me the outsiders they didn't really affect me that much mm-hmm. I, I didn't have that big of an effect from them so a lot of people were surprisingly support like people who i didn't think would support me Always. were like extremely supportive and um the only people who really were like verbal about their doubts were probably my parents. And I mean they're supportive, but in the beginning I guess they were just afraid for me, you know, like, okay, like how is she mm-hmm. really about to be profitable? How's she gonna make money, you know? And it was something they weren't really used to. And so they would mm-hmm. tell me to do other things, like, okay, well, you still need a job in addition to that. Like you still, you know, like right. oh, this is just something fun, you know. But now they <laughs> yeah. get it, now they get it. Mm-hmm. but in the beginning they just like okay you don't really plan on living off of this you know so that was the only and my, my motivation with that is just proving them wrong like mm-hmm. I was so eager to show them a different way like it doesn't have to be that way I can't work for nobody y'all don't understand I'm gonna die oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> I can't work for nobody <laughs> so um it was just proving them wrong and, and showing them that there's another way it's not just that one way but for myself who lord oh talk about
0: it that's
1: another thing I'm probably just now like being delivered from like I never really thought I was I was good enough I always thought I had to kind of be someone else mm. and, like I, I would I would and I started doing like sabbaticals where like I just get off social media because if I catch myself even trying to compare my life to someone else's which a lot of that stuff is fake anyway, mm-hmm. but still, if that's all you see. If that's all you consume with, you kind of start, you know, comparing. I mean, it's, it's just natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so in the beginning, it was really, really hard for me because I, I guess it took, I, I never really saw myself, how the Lord saw me mm-hmm. or even how people around me saw me. Like I always felt like I wasn't like, no, wasn't special, wasn't nothing special to me and I mm-hmm. and I never like verbally like said that but subconsciously that's kind of how I thought of myself so I didn't really think that oh my business could get to this level it could work for her but probably not for me but you know I could make enough to pay my bills so I'm good like that's kind of how I, I thought of it and nothing really major helped me get over that I just had to take initiative and I just went on a fast for that specifically like Lord, help me see me how you see me, because I don't Mm -hmm. see me like that. Mm. And it wasn't until, like, I was intentional about being delivered from that, that I felt like I tackled it, like,
0: head on, because for years i dealt with that. Yeah. Acknowledging that that is a real feeling that you're having, I think that was definitely your first step, and then saying, hey, I I, I actually don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I think that self-doubt is something I I know personally, I've talked about it numerous times on my podcast and just how I struggle with that. I feel like I, I know I have imposter syndrome where I don't think that, you know, like you said, it could definitely happen for that person and I'm rooting for that person, but no, nah, I don't know if it could happen for me. Like yeah. I don't know, you know. But it's having just yourself lies, yeah, <laughs> girl, on top of lies, <laughs> <laughs> just and I don't know where it stems from. I always, for me, through therapy, I've I've learned. That is something that starts when you're small, when you're young and you see things and you don't really know how to communicate these feelings that you're having. So you just kind of stuff them down and internalize and say, oh, that's Mm -hmm. just that or that's just this. But not really ever getting to like the root cause of, hey, I I didn't I I need some encouragement. You know, I didn't know that I I didn't know I needed that at the time. So instead, I just internalized it and told myself it didn't matter. You know, and those things. They, they manifest, you know, as an adult as well. And then so... They grow up right along with you. Right? Re- me and self-doubt, buddy. Hang on side by okay. side. Okay. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but I like that you said one of the things you needed to do was to first acknowledge that. And I, I would encourage anyone who might be feeling like that. It's not always easy to say, yeah, I have self-doubt or, yeah, I don't think I can no. do this. Because... It, You're on Instagram and everybody's you know showing their glitz and glamour and Mm -hmm. you don't want to be that one real person that's saying like, I don't got it all, y'all. I gotta get off social media because I'll be comparing myself, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that just by you even saying that that's helpful for someone. And if you guys Mm -hmm. are struggling with self doubt, just know that you can do it. You can, you just have to try. Yes, you can absolutely yeah. yeah so is that something that you are conscious about teaching your children now that you have your own and kind of like encouraging them in that way
1: absolutely I try to be I I, I teach them that there is no limit to what you can do Ooh. like ever you put your mind to please believe that you can achieve it I mean I mean life is just it, it's so like what I believe that we, we make things like we, we give so much power and importance to things that don't even matter in the end. Ooh. Like mm. we aren't even here for that long. And like the king that is inside of you created all of this. You know what I'm mm. saying? So like, if you want to, if you want to do something, baby, you got it in you already. Don't let nobody deter you. And I think going back to, um, in the beginning when I was trying to force myself to be in a box, cause I thought that's what I had to do. Because I honestly, mm. even so recently, like, I felt like I was doing too much. Like, okay, like, who really makes products, help deliver babies, and homeschool, and blog about it, and coach other people? Like, I'm like, this is just too much stuff. I'm doing you. too much. I need to pick one <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that that's a part of what I had to get over, too, when it came to, like, that self-doubt. Because I'm telling myself, okay, Whitney, you just crazy. You all over the place. Mm. But really everything I do all ties together and so I want my babies to understand that too you you are passionate about a lot of things you have a lot of talent it all works together it's all a part of you it's all who you are so yeah that's that's very important for me to teach them that
0: oh yes now when you talk about homeschooling that's something that a lot of people are interested in that have kids so just Tell us a little bit about homeschooling and what are some tips you can give in parents who are interested in starting that journey for themselves? Oh, absolutely. I,
1: <laughs> I'm so passionate about homeschooling because like I said, this is one of those things where I knew I wanted to do it before I even became a wife. Before mm-hmm. I even had kids. I just knew like I'm going to do this because for one, school, like homeschool does not have to look like school like we're so conditioned to having such a structured mm. you know environment you got to do this for a certain amount of time and you have to learn this and you have to do this like these other kids the beauty of homeschooling is that you can cater to your child and to how you want your family dynamic to look like whatever your end goal is you can cultivate that in the home you don't mm. have to go off what some curriculum say you have to do so whatever environment you want to create for your child, you can do that. Like you have the freedom to do that. They don't have to sit down and learn for hours at a time. Honestly, they don't even retain information after a certain period of time. So,
0: I mean, yes. a lot
1: of people that oh, I work during the day, I can't do it. You can homeschool them at night. You got somebody who can watch them during the day? Cool. You can do it. I mean, do it. Do it. Wow. Do what whatever works best for your family. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. It doesn't have to look like school at all. Like. I don't like the lies they teach our babies in school, to be perfectly honest with Talk you. So, about <laughs> that. Talk about so that. I mean that was like a, a huge motivator for me when it comes to like how they teach history and how they teach how um the world began. Like when it comes to stuff like that, yes, I'm a I'm gonna inform them because they will run into this in life. But baby, I'm about to teach you the real. My mission is not to force everyone into homeschool because for some some families it is it, just not for everybody. It's, it's mm depends on your family dynamic and how you want your family to be, you know. But if you have any like inkling that you think you want to do it, you you can do it. it. It's very doable. I know single parents who do it, parents who are multiple jobs do it. You can if you if you have time to spend with your kids, you can you have time to teach them. And you don't have it doesn't have to be like a classroom structure or classroom environment. You can learn just through life, like let them help you cook. Y'all can do math while you're measuring stuff out. And, oh. You know, just live. You, it doesn't. There's no like rule that say it has to be done a certain way, and that that's mm-hmm. why I love it so much. Because a lot of the times, and you would hear this from a lot of families who have children who were like diagnosed with like ADHD, when they transition to homeschool, their children don't even need their medicine anymore. Wow. And a lot of times, it's just that that classroom environment just wasn't for that child there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that baby they just
0: need that one and that's okay oh this is good I you know I didn't even think about stuff like that like Mm -hmm. how you can just incorporate school into like their daily lives their daily routine let's do some math while you're measuring and that's the stuff that really that we really need I don't need to know the what the Pythagorean theorem chat okay. I, need to, I need to know how to measure this this uh stuff so I can make a cake or cook or like that's yes. the stuff that's important I love that okay yes. see I'm gonna have to homeschool my kids whenever I have them they got to get homeschooled
1: well <laughs> hey hey, when they come if you have any questions honey I would love to assist oh <laughs> yes
0: I've already hired you as my future doula so just get ready <laughs> Now, when I asked you to create three points, you told me what your three points were. Now, the Mm -hmm. last point that you, we've already covered the other two, but the last one you said live in the moment. And Mm -hmm. I was going to try to find a question for that, but I think the best way for you to really talk about what that means to you is just for you to say it. So when you say live in the moment, Mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? That
1: actually... That actually ties back into divisions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a lot of the time, and a lot of people question God, like, um, like why you only show me the next step? Why can't you show me like what's at the very end, or why? And the reason why He gives us breadcrumbs is because we'll live our whole lives trying to obtain like what we see at the end,
0: mm. and
1: we miss out on like beautiful moments with friends, with family members you know, different experiences, like, because it's the journey and throughout the journey, you're supposed to grab little, little things from the journey. But if you're just so focused on, I got to get it, I got to get it, I got to make it, you're, you're losing sight of what's right in front of you. Wow. And I had to teach myself that because in the, um when I first became a mom back in 2015, um during that time, like finances were really, really bad for us at that time. And so like I couldn't really like focus on the now because I'm focusing on, okay, I know I got this business, so I'm, you know, I'm gonna keep praying and you know, I'ma manifest this moment. And and when I look back on her being a child, like a lot of it was a blur. I forgot a mm-hmm. lot of it because I wasn't really in it like that. You know, I my mind just focused on creating a better life for her, but really. This is a part of how I'm going to get to what God promised me. So just enjoy it, and you know, live in it. And I, that was a really hard pill for me to swallow because I love, I love being with my kids. And to think that dang, when I think back to year 2016, dang, that was a blur. Like I don't even remember her doing this. Or I look at videos sometimes, and I'm like, I don't even remember this day. Oh. And I know because during that point in my life, I wasn't really focused on what was in front of me. So I think that's important for everyone because life is so short.
0: It is. Our
1: lives are short and people we spend time with, their lives are are short too. We don't know when our last time, our last moment with them will be.
0: And so like, just
1: Mm -hmm. just stop focusing on the future because you need to be enjoying where you're at right now.
0: Mm. Now that is powerful. And when you say that, it makes me think of this quote that I read on Instagram a while ago. And it was like, um, don't forget that you prayed and wished for the moments that you're living right now. So stop like thinking about the next thing. At some point, you prayed prayed to be right here. And when I tell you, girl, that hit me because in my mind, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Y'all know this. (laughs) So in my mind, I'm always like, okay, what's next what's next after this i gotta do this yeah. i gotta do this and it's like wait a minute this time last year i was hoping to be right here even with like something i'll give an example like my downloads i have like eight like 8 200 downloads right now and instead of being like oh my gosh i got it i'm already like okay but i need to be at 10. when am i gonna get to 10 and in my mind I I was I had to be stopped because I was like wait this time last year you had a since at one point you had 30 at one point it was 500 you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like those little things like and I'm getting excited talking about it because it's like it, it mean it's so important for us as women as people to understand that You are going to get where you're going, but you have to first acknowledge where you are and celebrate that. Yeah, that's so important. That is powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I I appreciate you even bringing that to the forefront because that's a lesson in itself. We really have to learn to start appreciating our journey. Not looking mm-hmm. at what someone else is doing or what they've already done or what, comparing yourself and where you should be based on where they are. No, it mm-hmm. is your walk, your journey, your experience, your story. Amen. Mm. Amen. That was beautiful. No, you <laughs> inspire me. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I'm so excited. <laughs> Girl, yes. I'm so excited for you and your businesses. You got to tell us what's next. Well, I'm finally going to go ahead
1: and stop playing oh. and start my podcast. Yes. <laughs> the episodes, girl, the episodes I wrote out the topics I wrote about and yes. key points back. 2019 I'm finally going to stop playing and do it like I've just been holding myself back I I have no it's no excuse it's just something it's something I'm not used to like I told you when it comes to like like products and what different herbs do I've been doing that since I was a kid like even even being a doula like I've always watched like birth stories as a kid Mm -hmm. you know I, you know like even when homeschooling I always played teacher as a kid so I, I'm oh, comfortable okay. with that area I'm comfortable with that kind of stuff Mm-mm. I've never done the podcast before I've never so like I kept finding excuses to not start but yeah. uh, I'm ready it, it's the time is now like these these parents need it like you should see my inbox like I believe you need it yeah and I, I want to be able to help them on a larger Girl. scale
0: stop playing with me stop playing with us okay start that <laughs> podcast so we can get this good knowledge on how to homeschool our children effectively girl I see people um inboxing you with questions you answering them on the podcast you going live talking about it girl stop playing please I know I need In to. it's 2021 me. please stop playing with me <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that that's the plan my plan is to take that
0: homeschool mom to the next level oh i'm so excited for you Uh, yeah i'm so excited for you
1: too and your future endeavors yes ma'am thank
0: you thank you we growing and glowing together child i like it i love it well thank you so much whitney for being a part of this conversation with me thank you for the lessons that you taught me even now and the reminder to pay attention to what I have going on right now. That is so beautiful and powerful to me. This is only the beginning for for realness sake and Whitney, the homeschool mom. And uh, I guess I'll Mm -hmm. see you on the next one, y'all. Bye. Bye, guys.